नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरंजेवनोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथोजय मुदीर ये नष्टाएशुभद्रेशु निगवत सगवतीतम श्लोके रीडिंग फ्रम श्रीमद भागवतम फोर्थ चैप्टर फोर्थ कैंटो चैप्टर थ्री टेक्स्ट फाइव फाइव टू सेवन तदुपश्रुत्या नबसी के चरा प्रजलपतम पता सती दक्षायनी देवी सती दाक्षायनी देवी पितृयज्ञमहोत्सव पितृयज्ञमहोत्सव व्रजंती दिग्व्य व्रजंती दिग्व्य उपदेवा वरस्त्रिय उपदेवा वरस्त्रिय विमयान सेष्ठा विमयान प्रेष्ठा निष्कती सुवाससुवासस दृष्ट्वा स्वानलभ्यासे दृष्ट्वा स्वानलभ्याभ्यासे लोलाक्षीर्मृष्टकुंडल लोलाक्षीर्मृष्टकुंडल पतिता पतिम देव औत्सुख्यादुभाषताश्रुत्यारिंग नभसी इन द स्काय के चराणाम ऑफ दोज हु आर फ्लाइंग इन द एयर प्रजलपताम द कन्वर्सेशन सती सती दक्षायणी द डॉटर ऑफ दक्षा देवी वाइफ ऑफ शिवा पितृयज्ञ महाउत्सवम the great festival of sacrifice performed by her father prajantihi we are going 
सर्वतः फ्रॉम ऑल दिग्भ्य डरेक्शन उपदेवरस्त्रियूटिफुल वाइफ्स ऑफ द डेमी गॉड्स विमान फ्लाइंग इन देयर एयरप्लेन्स सलॉंग विथ देयर हजबेंड्स निष्कंती हेविंग नाइस नेकलेसेस विथ लॉकेट्स सुवासस ड्रेस्ड इन फाइन क्लोदिंग दृष्ट सीइंग स्वनिलयाभ्यासे नियर रेजिडेंस लोलक्षि हेविंग ब्यूटिफुल ग्लिटरिंग आईज मृष्टकुंडल नाइस इयरिंग्स पतिम हेरसबैंड भूतपतिम द मास्टर ऑफ द बूथास the demigods outsukhyat from great anxiety abhyabhashta she spoke translation purport by shila prabhupad ki jai the chaste lady sati the daughter of daksha heard the heavenly denizens flying in the sky conversing about the great sacrifice being performed by her father whether she saw that from all directions when she saw all that from all directions the beautiful wives of heavenly denizens the eyes were very beautifully glittering were nearer residents and were going to sacrifice dressed in fine clothing and ornamented with earrings and necklaces with lockets she approached her husband the master of the bhutas in great anxiety and spoke as follows purport it appears that the residence of lord shiva was not on this planet but somewhere in the outer space otherwise how could sati have seen the airplanes coming from different direction towards this planet and heard the passengers talking about the great sacrifice being performed by daksha sati is described here as dakshayani because she was the daughter of daksha The mention of Upadevavara refers to inferior demigods like the Kandarvas, Kinnaras, Uragas, who are not exactly demigods but between the demigods and human beings. They were also coming in planes. The word Swa Nilaya Bhyashe indicates that they were passing right near her residential quarters. the dresses and bodily features of the wives of the heavenly denizens were are very nicely described here the eyes moved the earrings and other ornaments glittered and glared the dresses were the nicest possible and all of them had special lockets on their necklaces each each woman was accompanied by her husband thus they looked so beautiful that sati Dakshayani was impelled to dress similarly and go to the sacrifice with her husband that is a natural inclination of a woman the sense the bhakti vedanta purport so 
ದಕ್ಷ ಆರ್ಗನೈಸ್ಡ್ ನದರ್ ಸ್ಯಾಕ್ರಿಫೈಸ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ದಿ ನಾಟ್ ಇಮಿಡಿಯೇಟ್ಲಿ ನಿಟ್ಲ್ ಆಫ್ಟರ್ ದಿ ಅನ್ಫಾರ್ಚುನೇಟ್ ಕರ್ಸಿಂಗ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಕೌಂಟರ್ ಕರ್ಸಿಂಗ್ ದಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪೆಂಡ್ ಇನ್ ದಿ ಎರ್ಲಿ ಸ್ಯಾಕ್ರಿಫೈಸ್ ಬಟ್ ಇ ಮೇಡ್ ಶ್ಯೂರ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶಿವ ವಾಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇನ್ವೈಟೆಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿಸ್ ಸ್ಯಾಕ್ರಿಫೈಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸತಿ ದ ಡಾಟರ್ ಆಫ್ ದಕ್ಷ ವೈಫ್ ಆಫ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಶಿವ ಶಿ ಅಬ್ಸರ್ವ್ ದ್ಯಾಟ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಸ್ಕೈ the heavenly denizens the beautiful wives of heavenly denizens along with their you know nicely dressed sacrifice going to the sacrifice dressed in fine clothing ornamented with earrings and necklaces with lockets so she was in great anxiety what is happening they but she heard the denizens discussing conversing among themselves about the great sacrifice being performed by daksha so that put her in great anxiety how is it that i have not been called i am not aware of it so then she starts a dialogue with lord shiva basically inducing him to go let us go even though not invited let us go then lord shiva gives so many reasoning and these are the next you know talks between sati and uh, lord shiva so here propat says <coughs> that the residential quarters or the planet of lord shiva and sati definitely was somewhere in the outer space and therefore they could not only see the airplanes in which the demigods gandharvas kinaras uragas who are between the demigods and human beings they were all flying they could if sati could see them flying then ought obviously this planet must not be this earth planet somewhere else and she could hear this conversation between them so we can imagine that what was the what is the real layout of things around this earth or in the cosmos you can imagine that all these things are a reality being talked about as a common thing to see these airplanes flying across their planet so how advanced the actual civilization or rather we can say how unadvanced is the modern civilization materially too just because something we have 
the scientists have cracked in the last century or so they feel proud that science has achieved so much found out so much but we see here that even today we do not even know materially dimensions beyond what we think is there according to today's concept length breadth depth and the last century time was also added by the by the physicist they found out the time was an objective property in the material world so till about <coughs> 1900s the world view was that the world view is always given to us from the modern world modern times from the scientist the world view was that there is the existence as three dimensions length breadth and, and depth x y and z and that is space and then the there are there are objects which are on this fixed stage the space doesn't change fixed fixed stage in that objects are there and they move to understand how they move and all those things just for the sake of understanding the concept of time was introduced by newton concept of time so it was only a concept till about 100 years back then it was shockingly discovered that time is another real dimension in this material world it is not just concept it's an objective property is not simply a, a convenient idea in the mind to understand motion of particles this they figured out only at very this can be figured out on only with sub atomic level how the time is an additional factor so that changed the entire concept of cosmos itself and there are so many new theories that have come up multiple universe theories and so parallel universe theories so many theories have come up they are all equally valid according to theory but they are not able to verify what is it because those we cannot see those things with our material with our normal gross senses so even materially speaking around us there are so many subtle dimensions of existence which is very obvious just like we are it's very clear to us that we have a mind but where do we from our present experience only those those who are practicing spiritual life can start even perceiving that there is a mind otherwise you take a complete person in thamoguna take an animal animal doesn't know it as a mind it uses a mind but doesn't know it as a mind the human being can use the mind and also know that he has a mind there is a mind 
not only that within the mind he can differentiate there is a intelligence subtle there is subtle mind there is subtle intelligence and also you can make out there is subtle ego social ego so all these elements human beings can perceive if they are spiritually elevated they can perceive these truths so there is a just like prabhupad says when you dream you go out of this body we don't understand that he understands that we don't understand that just because we cannot understand we cannot say no is something dream is something happening in the mind only prabhupad says that living entity goes out of the body into another dimension so practically speaking we are blind about what is around us what is real existence we are blind and it is not surprising because this is a creation of the lord and it is it is um, um, something that every 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 little thing has so much complexity that only if the only the lord has runs the show andantrasta paramanu chayantarastam in every atom why is the lord is there in okay every living entity is fine why is there in every atom these are statements that we have to accept from the descending process is there in every atom but that means there is a function there so the devotees they they understand these things and they don't try to create a ascending process of world order or scheme of things in this world ultimately the larger arrangement of the lord nobody can change so many yugas come and go so many you know creations annihilation maintenance partial annihilation the end of brahma's day total annihilation at the end of the 100 years of brahma everything goes back into mahavishnu's body all these things uh, are described and we have to accept it from the descending process of knowledge not that through that we can understand all those things as devotees first thing we have to understand is we cannot understand modern thing world things we can understand devotees understand that we cannot understand because these are all lord's glories unlimited glories cannot understand neither the microcosm nor the macrocosm cannot understand and that this the modern physics has come to that conclusion that practically we cannot understand everything is going on and on and on is more and more mysterious it's happening beyond our experimental see science is depend on theory and experiment so suppose something goes beyond our experiment then that is the end of knowledge because the scientific methodology is what hypothesis theory and then you experiment and you and you have evidence that is their thing so experiment experimental evidence 
is very much part of the methodology of science imagine a situation that there is something that human being are unable to devise an experiment to find out forever it remains only a theory and it does not become science like that today there are hundreds of theoretical predictions in modern physics hundreds of them and they know that it cannot be verified experimentally it cannot be verified so science has found its limitations science has found its own limitations so intelligent person should understand that not that you wait for some more centuries and you know science will figure out everything methodology of science itself has has collapsed in the beginning science is to say that science is about what is truth we want to find out what is the truth what is existence or what is the ultimate truth they want to find out scientist physics science starts started as philosophy there was no science before there was only philosophy before that's where that phd is coming from doctor of philosophy even if even a physics man will get phd even a chemistry person he'll get a phd doctor of philosophy the origin is philosophy origin is inquiry inquiry around us so this way the the world moved on making inquiries and then you know just about 2 3 centuries that's all all this history the science was born through the methodology and now it science have found its end now people say there's something called realism it's a science philosophy realism because science has gone into philosophy now when they got stuck that cannot experiment now many philosophers started philosophizing about science so there is something called realism realism means they say that science is not anything to do with truth science is about reality what reality means what i see what i observe reality so science is able science is simply finding relationship between a and b it's not about what is a what is b science has come to that level the scientists also because those who are really seeking truth ultimately they also have to come to philosophy so scientists also have differentiated taking one one side this is my philosophy of science this is another philosophy of science like that multiple thinkings are there and more or less all of them very few Uh, groups all of them accept that we are not finding what is really a and what is really b but we are simply studying what is the relationship between a and b without knowing what is a what is b interesting no that means they are recognizing that we cannot know we cannot really know what is this we really cannot know what is space we really cannot know what is time so for as far as devotees are concerned or those who are followers are vedic 
understanding is concerned they simply understand one thing and it settles their all their curiosity all their everything is settled what is that simple entire existence is krishna's energy okay we'll work backwards and say entire existence is one man show this infinite existence is one man show who is that krishna just see this the philosophy of krishna consciousness it's all the opulence activities of one supreme personality of godhead krishna and because he is and we are also a small part of his he becomes energy he becomes jivas all comes from him and then he what comes out of him he relates with them he creates the energy and he relates with this energy bhukta ram yajna tapasam sarvalokam maheshwaram that's in the worldly social say you can social level you can say he is the enjoyer of all the yajnas but uh, the spirit in krishna consciousness that is krishna is a supreme enjoyer supreme knower knower means he knows everything and supreme owner owner knower and enjoyer of everything and in the process different living entities in different ways in order to enjoy in different ways he enjoy he creates different energies from himself so that supreme personality of godhead that is his aishwarya aspect he has his madhurya aspect where he is he descends even for this smallest living entity he relates with this is this is his opulence this is his capacity he relates with the tiniest living entity most insignificant living entity he is there in their heart and he is reciprocating on the basis everybody's life is nothing but the result of ye tamam prapadhyanse tam sate bajame either through directly to him through him or through his agency of maya but it is all his uh, ultimate lila so then it settles that i cannot understand all these things there is no need to understand all these things gyana is not the goal the ultimate you know goal is not gyana ultimate goal is is bhakti gyana is a means also to become liberated from this material world and achieve our loving service to the supreme lord that is a actual uh, goal of all these vedas all the details all these things that we hear in this in this case all the social life is all reality social life of the heavenly planets just like we have here you know a big man's daughter getting wedded you will see the whole city all big people are going and just exactly as it is described here all ladies will be decked up and in the jewelry and this thing and you know 
this is all every all the cars will be going towards palace grounds and you know this kind of things we is all a joke here airplanes are moving around and here cars are going around palace grounds uh, for a big marriage of a big man's daughter and there it was going for performing yagna that was considered to be the you know because uh, everybody say it said gl- eyes were glittering that means they were all excited about it because it's a great thing to happen to yagna because if something something everybody has something to benefit from it then everybody is very happy about it isn't it so this yajna is performed for universal good so everybody is very happy all the devatas kinaras everybody they are all coming towards the, for this yajna any questions hari krishna prabhu hari krishna prabhu uh, this um, that philosophically philosophically that uh, god is existing in this world and we personally see and as you mentioned in the class science has also coming to realize that we are very small to understand the uh, entire cosmos which has been designed by a creator so like this talking like this uh, on a general term the existence of god philosophically it uh, convinces people but uh, when you go r- uh, into specific details of which god which form which type of worship and all these details they they feel like a little awkward or we i personally experience that there is some awkwardness to explain that or to make them understand that yes krishna is that god or this yeah, way that's a, that's a big jump from this conclusion to that that jump comes by you cannot as you rightly say from this conclusion that okay we cannot understand everything and there is a god and all those things then who is that god what is that god there is something in between missing point that missing point if you look at your life as a devotee you will discover what that was that was faith in the process of acquiring knowledge if that is not very firm in a devotee's life that very fundamental block it is ascending process of knowledge descending process of knowledge now when i understand that i when i realize that i cannot understand this infinite universe and if i conclude that there is a god then naturally you know if how much i have to understand god will decide and what is the process to he would have devised such a process and that is the vedas and that is guru parampara so we have to have evidence we have to have faith in the descending process of knowledge then the next question comes further oh this is also descending impersonal assumption this also they are also having guru parampara there also have guru parampara here also guru parampara now among them what what is what should i take so ultimately you know the lord is in the heart of each devotee that should not be forgotten lord is in the heart of each devotee and each devotee will be taken to the right place ye tamam prabadhyante tam stebhyami ham they'll go to the right place 
because life is not ending life is eternal just because you did not come to this parampara this life if you are a sincere enquirer of truth may you maintain got stuck in somewhere else some good things you'll pick up there uh, because some you had so many anarthas you had so many you, you want instead of wanting truth you wanted you wanted to be a good human being so there are so many paramparas where they make you a good human being but not about real absolute truth who is the absolute truth they'll teach you no intoxication no meat eating no illicit sex no gambling all that they will teach you also by association you learn all those things next life you may come to krishna consciousness so the lord is there in you know? that is why it is said that krishna brings one to guru and guru takes one to krishna sadguru krishna takes one to sadguru and sadguru takes you to krishna kripa my second part of the question is in your classes you have mentioned many times that the core ego is there which takes a basic differentiation that we are servant of krishna and we are not servant of this body but after that we have situational egos with which we engage in detailed form in the particular whichever situation we are put in so can this be a convincing point for those who just uh, on a philosophical level or or on the core ego level they do make a differentiation yes we are very small to understand the things and there is very there is a force power source or whichever who has created things which are very bewildering but then uh, that will not be sufficient because our existence is consi- consisting of body senses ego mind uh, intelligence for all that to be engaged we need to get into the specific details of that particular who is that source and how to get i get related with him how to uh, get absorbed in some activities yes. in which he is there yeah it is required so what is the question so this this can be an argument for those people those who just uh, uh, on a general term they understand and they, uh, they appreciate the principles of krishna consciousness but do not want to take to the specific step of uh, uh, going into the details of a particular they are not sincere that become more sincere maya has not beaten them enough so even when man is philosophizing it is highly subject to his environment situation and everything you put him in big trouble he is a different man he is a different man because ultimately man is emotional not intellectual man wants rasa not intellectual thing intellectual also it's if at all intellectual it is intellectual rasa they want they don't want dry intelligence intelligent rasa means discovering the truth understanding comprehension all these things but more important is for instance if if, if the person is let's say a person uh, gets into real life troubles full of problems why take any person even normally time even devotees leave krishna consciousness sometimes they lose faith in krishna do they do they have so much bad karma and all those things come as a sample it krishna gives those karmas the devotee think i am a devotee why i am getting all this bad experiences is even so even devotees also so ultimately all this philosophizing is not absolute Yeah, there also circumstances guna kala karma and vaishnava kripa all those things are involved in it then only a person can accept it it's not a 
uh, you know, a factory process by which they now they conclude this. Now next they will conclude this. Then they will next conclude. No, each jiva is complicated. That's why Paramatma is seated in their hearts. Whatever material desires you have, you please finish. You want to be another uh, billion years? I will stay with you. No jabardasti. But one thing does not change. What is that? Your surupa, your nature, is to be my associate. Your nature, and enjoy. That you will never get unless you do that. You can go on roaming around. Constitutionally, you cannot. Constitutionally, we are enjoyed. The material world, we are all trying to be enjoyers. There is enjoyer, enjoyed, and enjoyment. Enjoyment is common for enjoyer and enjoyed. So, the enjoyment is not the issue. Being the enjoyer is the issue. Ananda mayobhyasat. Each soul is after enjoyment. Enjoyment is misplaced. as the enjoyment of the enjoyer there we get stuck in the material karma but if you surrender to krishna and serve him you get enjoyment that enjoyment is real enjoyment constitutional enjoyment that will make us as enjoyed if you enjoy just like you know if you enjoy as the enjoyed enjoyed means there must be an enjoyer so krishna is my enjoyer Prabhupada is my enjoyer. My acts, my thinking, my feeling, everything should be in such a way that they enjoy, they enjoy me, and I act in that way. I start getting my constitutional enjoyment. So that idea of being the enjoyer should go. Then only the enjoyer. Moment you say enjoyer, it is called false ego. it is not our core ego our real core ego comes when we understand i am enjoyed by guru and krishna and then enjoyment is there purusha and prakriti in matchless gift prabhupad says in one place that i read um just even before becoming the devotee still so much impressed in my mind that one sentence of prabhupad prabhupad says because when you are karmi you are always enjoying where 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 is this enjoyment going to is there in krishna consciousness the enjoyment i have to give up my all my enjoyment or what correct this question runs in our mind so prabhupad gives the example that the husband is purusha and prakriti but when enjoy sometimes women prakriti enjoys more than purusha he says prabhupad says is equal or even more so there is nothing like who enjoys more in purusha and prakriti enjoyment is 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 uh, even more can even be more than uh. that is the reason why krishna comes as chaitanya mahaprabhu why is there enjoying so much why i should miss that enjoyment what is it that radharani is enjoying in me 
What is that enjoyment of devotional service? It seems to be more than I cannot miss out. So he he comes as Krishna comes as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the mood of Ch- Radharani to experience from the devotee's side what is the enjoyment. Rasa is there for God also. Rasa is there. Jiva also. Rasa is there. Grandaraj Shrimad Bhagavatam ki jai, Jagat Guru Shila Prabhupada ki jai.